Welcome to 360 Timmy, the podcast with interesting people in 360 degrees. You can listen on all major music streaming services and watch on YouTube by going to youtube.com forward slash at 360 Timmy. Well, hello, welcome to another 360 Timmy. Uh, this week, we're in Exeter at the fantastic Exeter Cathedral, and I'm joined by my special guest this week, Josh Tate. Hello. Hello, Josh. Nice to Josh meet you. Josh is the youngest newsreader in the UK, and uh, we're going to explore that in a little bit. What does that mean? So Josh presents the news yeah. on uh, Radio X in, here in Exeter. It all started with work experience, but tell us more, Josh. So yeah, I, I pretty much came to, I came to Radio X just hoping to do some football and rugby reporting because I love sports and that's pretty much just what I wanted to do. That's all I thought I, was, I, I wanted to do as well. I was going to start a, a journalism course at a college in Exeter and I had the opportunity to go in for an interview at the radio station and I thought, okay, let's go, let's see how it goes. And I, well, yeah, I, I was able to go to some matches, Exeter City and Exeter Chiefs matches. But before, before that, I was, well, they said to me, I had quite a nice voice. So I got on the radio the, the same day as my interview for work experience. So I was, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Lightning strike. So this is literally, this is a college work experience. Well, it wasn't even a college work experience. It was work experience on my own. I, I, oh, you're an initiative. My own initiative. Yeah. Wow. So I, one of my best friend's mum is a head of marketing at a football club and and from and from that she knows the director and the managing director of radio x and they got me into they pretty much got me into into it but that's that's about it that's i i did i had my work experience sorted before i even went into college that's amazing so i saw you first on a clip on youtube i think i'd seen actually no earlier in the week i heard you mentioned on bbc breakfast uh, a Times article. So yeah, I I was named the UK's youngest newsreader, and for some reason I've got no idea how Times Radio and the Times newspaper clicked it up. I, I was I had to pinch myself all the time. I couldn't believe it, but but yeah, that's about it. I I I saw the I saw the BBC Breakfast clip, and I was I was shaking at home in the morning, like. I just did have to keep pinching myself. Me, Josh from Exeter, being mentioned on BBC Breakfast by Nagger. Uh, and you didn't see that live, you had to play that back afterwards. Well, unfortunately, I didn't see that live. If I saw that live, it would have been a different story and my mum would have been crying again. But <laughs> And then that led to a Times Radio, or Times Radio on TV a session you were interviewed and then they got you to read the news. Is that right? Is that how it happened? Well, yeah, so I got to... Bearing in mind, I, we put a press release out about me being the UK's youngest newsreader before I ever read the news live. So I was just doing headlines which were pre-recorded from the radio station in the morning. Then it, it came to it. I got I picked up the phone because uh, Paul Nero from Radio X said, "Oh, Times Radio have got in contact. I think they want to interview you about it." So I just thought, okay, interview. I've done an interview before. Then I picked up the phone from the from the producer of the show. And he said, we're going to get you to read the news live uh, at 12 o'clock before PMQs. And I said, you're joking. Crikey. <laughs> she said, you're joking. And he said, no. And I said, 
Are you do that live, are you can do that pre-recorded. And I said, well, obviously live. And I, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. So I was, you know what? I was so nervous. I was very scared. So I spent two days with Brad Hardware from our radio station, and he was helping me practice to get up to it. Then I came, it came to the day of reading the news on Times Radio, and gosh, you know, I actually slept all right, but I was scared. I was very nervous. And then I had my interview uh, with Matt Chorley, and he, he, he made me feel comfortable. He made me feel very comfortable. So when it came to reading the news, he allowed me one fluff on the radio. He said, oh, he, he said in his own words, oh, I make a fluff or two at, at the midday headline, so it doesn't matter. But I went in live, put the fader up, and I didn't make a fluff or a mistake. So my first live bulletin on National Times Radio in front of, I'm thinking about 700 to over a million people before Prime Minister's questions, which is quite an important thing. And I made no mistakes on it. And plus, it's been on YouTube and Instagram and all kinds of stuff ever since, hasn't it? So it's got way over 10,000 views on lots of different things, which some people might not think that's a lot. But for me, from Exeter, where the population isn't that much, it's, it's crazy. So, and what did, that, um, what did that lead on to after that? So once you got that exposure, what, what kind of changed for you then? Well, just the amount of people who would contact me and uh, someone from Sky named Tim, who I'm standing with now, <laughs> got in contact with me after seeing lots of this coverage. I was able to go on um, BBC local radio around here. So I was on BBC Radio Devon in the, brec in the breakfast show, reading the news uh, at about half past seven in the morning. Then in the evening at about half past seven as well, I was on BBC Radio Devon and doing another show, reading, um, reading a bit of news and just having an interview and a chat. So it's just everything's just skyrocketed from, from this. And what did it, did that kind of um, flame the fire of your enthusiasm even more then, would you say, going to, going to um, all those experiences? I mean, when I've, been to, I've been to Global when I've, I've met James O'Brien, who was one of my inspirations into, into radio. When I was at Sky, we met so many, so many people who just, who just, it just inspires me so much and it makes me want to work harder. Because being, being at all these places, you see these people, one person, one person, one person, and you're like, I want that job when I'm a bit older. And it makes you want to work harder, it makes you want to do more. I do more hours than I probably should for my, for my age, but I, I, don't, I don't mind. I, I love what I do. I love what I'm doing. And it's getting experience at such a young age that I've, I've got a feeling that I'm just, I'm the most um, experienced person in this industry at my age at the moment. I'd say so, yeah. And you, I mean, well, I turned on, um... Instagram turned on. I went to Instagram the other day and you're, you're interviewing Damon Hill. You're interviewing athletes in, in the rugby world and sports. I mean, how do you, how do you get into all that? How do, you, how do you arrange those kind of things? I mean, so something's just happened. Damon Hill, because I want to get into Formula One and doing that was just, I can't even put it into words. Speaking to a former Formula One world champion, it was at, it was at Michael Caine's uh, Festival of Speed at Limpstone Manor. We were... We know somewhat one of our directors at Radio X um, holds a share in Limpston Manor, so we were able to go and be part of it and and um, do and conduct some of the interviews there. And but by doing that, it made me or it allowed me to have the chance to interview Damon Hill. And I was only really allowed to have about three minutes with Damon Hill, but 
I think I spoke to him for about eight, nine minutes and it was just so natural and it just proves that that's what I want to want to get into and everything. And you said, well, I watched the interview. You certainly weren't one that asked a question. He gave you a brief answer and you let him get away with it. If you know, I mean, you challenged some of the answers. You, you had a background of what was going on in F1. So a lot of research there, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I'm trying to do more and more, because when I started about a year or so ago, well, less than a year ago now, so let's we'll go back about 10, 11 months when I would go into interviews with hardly any knowledge on some of the people I was talking to. Like my, one of my other th first days at the radio station, they put me into interview the Exeter City manager. And I, I had a brief knowledge about Exeter City because obviously I'm from Exeter and I'm a fan of it, but I was sort of making little bits up. But going into the, all these new interviews now, I do all my research beforehand, make, and it just makes it so much, so much better. And uh, I guess the radio station's a big part of, uh, of this success, isn't it? So tell us a little bit about Radio X. I mean, why is that different to, you mentioned Global and some of those brands that we have across the UK, Heart FM and yeah. all those other things, Magic. And, but why is Radio X different? Well, it's pretty much the last remaining commercial professional radio station that's not been bought up by any big names like Global or Bauer. I think it's one of two remaining stations. And to be able to be part of a team, which well, it's, it's a very small team, and we all work so hard, hats off to everyone at, at Radio X, because they, they do everything to make sure the, ra the radio station keeps running and everything. But it's just, it's just a great environment to be with. And the, the, the fact it's the last remaining radio station just makes me proud to broadcast here in Exeter at the moment. I have to say, I drove down here from Stonehenge and I put Radio X on. And when I heard you on the station, it was a moment for me, really, because I know I obviously know you, but actually being in the county you're broadcasting to and hearing you read the news is, is quite a moment. So, you know, and you come across really well. So how many times a week do you do that at the moment? <laughs> it, it really depends. Sometimes it could be four or five times a week. Sometimes it could be three, four times a week. But I, I'm just... I'm very proud of myself about, we are talking about a year ago, I wouldn't believe that I'd be in this position now, reading the news all the time. Like a year ago, I didn't even know what I wanted to do with my life. It was only, yeah, it was only being at Radio X and, and Radio X is, and was definitely in the making of, of me. So that's good. And it, so it's kind of galvanized you. So what you, at the moment you're doing, you're just about to start second year at college in in that kind of production environment yeah so i'm here at exeter college i'm going to start my second year and i'm quite excited about my second year my first year didn't live up to all the expectations i i gave it really but i'm excited because there's a lot of things i've got a lot of new ideas now that i want to do i want to make more short films do more radio pieces as well and i think just being part of just having a college life, have being able to see my friends and stuff, and also have this, uh, have the, the other bit of life by reading the news and being on the radio. I think it just makes up really well. So where do you see yourself, well, ultimately, where do you see yourself being five to 10 years? Well, my dream is definitely to be anchoring or being part of a Sky Sports F1 or any Sky Sports channel, really. Sports is your passion. I love sports, but even news, starting doing news as well, especially at Radio X has made me 
have an even bigger interest in news. I've got Sky News, BBC News app on my phone all the time. I'm keeping up to date with everything that goes on. And I just, but I do, I do want to go down the sports, Formula One, but I fancy, I fancy Ted Kravitz's job on Sky Sports F1, being a pit lane Watch reporter. Out, being a fit lane reporter in about 10 years time even or even just being a bit like craig slater who does who's just a normal reporter goes and interviews goes and interviews people around in football and formula one it's just it's just i do i do see myself in 10 years time hopefully being at sky with a sky sports microphone talking to formula one and and footballers have you had any challenges today because you're on you obviously Unlike a lot of, well, I imagine you say a lot of young people put themselves on social media now, but you, you know, you've got, you've got, you're out there on social media, you're in the media eye. Do you have any kind of challenges to that? Well, there's, there's, there's always going to be people who can't come up and, and give you and say stuff about you and be like, oh, you're this, you're that, you're that. But you just, you just don't listen to them and just, you just get rid of it. And I just think people like that are just jealous. Yeah. And, you just you just need to think just think positively and if you get if you get bits of abuse get bits of people say because I've, I've had i remember when the first press release came out about me being the uk's youngest newsreader people like you're not the youngest newsreader you're not but just just enjoy enjoy that this is this is what's on the news at the moment instead yeah. of a murder here a murder here this that that and i just think just be positive people just need to be a bit more positive absolutely and, and you know as for that the youngest newsreader. I mean, you are you're a paid newsreader on, on on a radio station. This is not a one appearance. You read the news and then that's it. You know, you've, you do it every every week. I'm still reading the news on a professional radio station. Like some of the people who might have put those comments out, that they, they they're based on like community radio stations, hospital radio stations, and stuff. Whereas I'm doing bits on a professional radio station. I get paid for these bits, and I'm getting all these great opportunities from being at Devon's Radio X. And sometimes a lot of that news content comes in from the, the central IRN um, radio, is that, is that right? And you... Yeah, so when, when we were at Sky one time, we went up to the Sky News bit and we met, got to meet the, the people who write the IRN scripts and the Sky News radio scripts, and they get sent to us and we, we rewrite them in a, in a way which is for our radio in our style and then we broadcast that out every every hour and as well as national news and local Devon news as well. So we're also kind of documenting your journey so tell us a little bit about that and, and why you kind of like this idea. I just think it will be able to make my portfolio really good and it will give experiences to more experiences to me something you enjoy for Bex as well. One of her, it'll be a great experience for her to take, yeah, this is what I'm doing at the moment. Show this to the university. And I just think, yeah, it will be really great. And hopefully someone at Sky, BBC, who does the sports shows, will be able to see what we're doing and, and see all the strengths of us. And maybe, that, well, maybe we could work there in the next 10, five, 10 years time. So you're, you're having to be um, a, a content creator, um, a news presenter, um, write, writing, you know, copy to, to go out all at the same time. Well, that, that must, be, must be hard. Well, it's, it's not easy, but it's, 
it's, it's great because I'm not just focusing on one thing. I'm doing lots and lots of different bits and that, that's what makes it, that's what makes, just makes it so brilliant that I'm, I'm here not focusing on one, on one single bit of journalism. I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, which gets my, it will just, it will just prove when I go to these bigger places, bigger organizations that I don't, I haven't just got one good thing I can do. I'm good at, I, I could be good at reading the news. I could be good at going to a sports game. I could be good at interviewing a random person. I could be good at interviewing a prominent person. And it's just, so a good range, a big range. Yeah. And, and hopefully people can see that I'm not just someone who sits and reads the news. I'm someone who is enthusiastic about what I do and how anything, anything I want to do, I want to try my hardest and, and do that. So can we expect in the coming months to see more envision of you as well as hearing you on the radio? I really hope so. I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of good ideas about what could come up in the future about more of me doing pieces to camera and, and yeah, just not being behind a, a microphone the whole time. I, I want to get out, get my face out there a little bit more. So people at Sky, people at BBC, people at ITV can see, oh, he's not just, he's not just someone who can read the news. He's someone who can hold conversations with people. He's someone who can be, has got all these skills and we'd like to hire him at one point. Well, I, I can definitely see that happening. And uh, I suspect I'll probably have another session with you in the, in the future and we'll hear about how you've got on. But, but for now, thank you for today. Um, it's great to work with you. Uh, I, I'm actually, even the short time I've known you, I'm very proud of what you've achieved. Thank Every you. month, there's something new. You've got an exclusive here. You're traveling there. You, you're certainly putting the, and the fact you don't drive at the moment, you have to rely on <laughs> parents or public transport. Is yeah. Well, great. So, Josh, well, thank you very well, much. Public transport at the moment, though. <laughs> Not very good. So, hopefully, by the next time we, we meet, you, you've got a driving license. I've got a driving license. And I've been driving way. everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. But no, Josh, thank you very much. It's, it's, been, a pleasure. it's been a pleasure to be on here as well. Thank Take you very care. much. Thank you. Remember, you can watch the video version of this podcast on youtube.com forward slash at 360 Timmy. Episodes are available in regular or 360 view. More links on 360timmy.com.